Welcome back to Your Server Today, the podcast where we interview those who identify as women in the hospitality industry. I'm Essie Sparrow and I'm the host and I want to thank you so much for coming back. It's been a couple of weeks of getting back into full-time work, getting used to editing a podcast on the side and I know that those of you who live in the UK will have potentially gone back into your hospitality jobs and have been navigating being on your feet all day after having been in lockdown for a long time. So I hope it's gone really well and I hope that you're dealing. If you don't already follow the Instagram account Ladies of Restaurants then do check them out. I've been loving their content at the minute, they've got some amazing resources but also they're an amazing place for drawing women in our industry together, particularly during the past few months where it's just felt so mad. Today I'm chatting to Benjamina who is just insanely wonderful. She is a baker who you may have seen on the Great British Bake Off. She's recently published her own cookbook which is iconic, it's called The New Way to Cake. She's got a ridiculously beautiful Instagram and is an amazing food photographer and also has a passion for the empowerment of women in all areas, but particularly through food. I've met Benjamina a couple of times because she is an ambassador for Luminary Bakery, which is the bakery I work at. And every time I've met her, I've completely fangirled and been amazed at how down-to-earth, kind and supportive she is. We recorded this episode a while ago at the very beginning of lockdown and times have definitely changed since then but I feel like our chat is still super relevant and helpful so I do really hope you enjoy it. Let us know what you think and without further ado, here we go. So Benjamina, thank you so much for popping on the podcast today. I feel so lucky to have you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. No worries. I feel like a lot of people will know you from the Bake Off, but also from your amazing new cookbook, The New Way to Cake. Um, but I'd love if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of ended up in this industry. Yeah, I think it's a weird one when I think about it. Like I'm, I've always loved food. Like that's been my, that's my thing. Like always loved being in the kitchen um, with my mum, just kind of watching her cook. She cooks loads and yeah food was something that I always used as kind of my creative kind of outlet um and I think as I got older that kind of um I guess baking was took more of a focus over cooking um I just loved sugar (laughs) I love sweet stuff I love cake chocolate all all that you know sugary stuff I loved it at such a sweet tooth yeah um and so yeah just started kind of playing around Um, with baking and going through lots of like kids baking cookbooks and as I got older just realized how much I I enjoyed that side of of the food world and yeah it just became a massive hobby um after that yeah so I got to uni again loads of did economics at uni which is very not food related at all (laughs) (laughs) that happens a lot though yeah I I don't think anyone really uses a degree these days it's just you know yeah yeah it's a weird one um (laughs) but yeah I mean uni was a great time of just having lots more time on my hands to bake um getting like get stuck into lots of different food blogs and just explore Mm. different yeah just explore different sides of food um and then Bake Off happened and I guess yeah. that's what kind of 
pushed me into food full time I guess that was the the stepping stone into getting into yeah. this this crazy world yeah that's a big step yeah, <laughs> quite nerve-wracking oh it was it was mental absolutely mental like, I look back and just think how did I actually how did I do that why did I yeah. do that <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a crazy time but I absolutely loved it as as stressful and as challenging as it was um, mm. I learned so much in such a short mm. space of time. Um, yeah. Got to like bake things that I would have never baked just on my own. Um, yeah. yeah, and just just you just get really stretched and challenged, and you learn absolutely loads and get to meet some really cool people. So I'm super super glad I did it. It was just yeah very difficult. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's one of those things where it really stretches your ability, but it's it's definitely hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Very hard. Yeah. yeah. What was it kind of about baking? in particular that has kind of caught your caught your eye and kind of kept you interested Mm, I think I've always been like dessert is something that I love if I'm gonna go out to eat I'm gonna look at the dessert menu and see kind of what's on offer and I just love how creative you can be with desserts um it's just there's just so much you can do with it um I still love cooking like that's you know that's something I still love but something about just sugary stuff and and sweetness and like just desserts just really just grabs me in and just that kind of usually because it's the last thing that you eat after a meal and so a lot of the time it is what you remember um yeah my meal and Yeah. yeah I love that yeah it's often a use as a gift as well actually like um mm. you wouldn't really bring like I don't know maybe you would bring a curry around for someone's <laughs> birthday but like it's more likely that you'd bring a cake <laughs> yeah you're gonna bake a cake everyone loves cake it's just that yeah. you know everyone has such like nostalgic memories surrounding cakes or kind of like baked goods or baking with someone so yeah it's yeah. that really kind of yeah nostalgic kind of yeah act. do you have one do you have a particular cake that you remember that's quite a memorable moment for you oh not so much because my mum didn't really bake much um when we were growing up she was definitely more of the cook but um mm. I think probably just school dinners um like yeah, we yeah. Used to, yeah there's like a <laughs> massive because you know it's funny <laughs> you have dessert every single day after lunch which is actually just yeah. crazy thinking about it but yeah. like the <laughs> massive the massive like sprinkle cakes you used to get like the massive like wedge of sponge it was really really fluffy mm. and then the icing sugar yeah the sprinkle cake sprinkle on the icing yeah so primary school yeah. cake is it's like a nostalgic memory very very <laughs> I've um I've loved meeting you as part of Luminary Bakery and I know that you have an all-round passion for the empowerment of women do you know where that mm. kind of started for you and where did that when did that kind of become really important to you mm, I think it's it's been something that's kind of been like when I look back I think I've been involved in that kind of stuff for a while but not really realized um Mm. so at uni uh, I was involved in like a social enterprise society and we worked with like refugee women and um Mm. taught them how to make chocolate um and it was very very like grassroots we didn't really know what we were doing and looking back we did so many things very very wrong but um the intention was there (laughs) and um it was just such a cool project and I think from from that I just yeah just had this passion of using food and things that I love and things that I'm passionate about and that I'm skilled at for the betterment of other women and using it as a tool to teach them and to kind of empower them and encourage them that's something that I've just found really beautiful um and so yeah I think just to be able to use whatever skills you have yeah 
to serve other people is something we should all be doing yeah totally and I think baking especially it has such a um like you can see what you've done straight away when you take it out of the mm. oven you know that you've baked something and I think yeah that's, like that yeah, was really... you like your hands made this that's incredible yeah, yeah love it's that. like very quickly empowering <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah and um, in what ways do you kind of think our industry could better empower women and what advice would you kind of give to, for people that kind of want to see change but don't know how to go about it mm, that's a good one I think a lot of things start small I think sometimes it's quite easy for us to want to um do all the big things first and at once and I want to just change the whole world the whole industry but a lot of that yeah. starts within your own networks within your own workplace within mm-hmm. if you're in a coffee shop if you're in a restaurant in the kitchen wherever you are I think that that shift in in culture in mindset starts small within your own network so whether that's you know calling out something that you see um, with other colleagues just um, challenging behavior that you that you recognize is wrong um, those little smaller acts I think have such a big impact and of course there are lots of um, projects and charities and initiatives that you can support on, on a bigger level but I think yeah. if we're all kind of challenging um, behavior that we know is wrong or unhelpful or damaging to women in our own mm-hmm. networks I think that has such a massive long-term ripple effect as well yeah it's often the things we kind of think are small isn't it that make a really big difference yeah so just yeah not letting things slide just challenging things that you see are wrong questioning things why do we do it that way why is it not been done this way um I think is yeah has such a such a big impact yeah you've obviously worked with so many different people over your career are there some women that have really made a mark on the way that you work and what did you kind of learn from them Mm, goodness plenty plenty of women um yeah. a few that come, like so many incredible women um a few that come to mind I would say um Ruby Tando for many many reasons um so she did Bake Off as well um but um thinking about how she is now she is someone who who just says it how it is and she will call out behavior that is that is wrong or that is um uh that that puts other people down she will she will she'll call it as she sees it and I really do respect that about her and regardless of what that might do for her career or her quote-unquote image I think what she stands for is is more important than yeah kind of materialistic things so I really do respect that um about her yeah really inspiring it does challenge you as well and it's like are there times where I've not kind of spoken up or not um challenge things or question things for fear of what it might kind of lead to but I think we do all need that that boldness and that fearlessness to just call things out um so she's she's been yeah yeah, and be honest so she's been a a a big inspiration in that sense um and also like um the women at Luminary on all on all (laughs) like on all levels on you guys who work in the cafe on the women who are actually on the course on Rachel the head trainer and Alice um Mm. just to see the the dedication that you know the whole of the luminary family has to the women that they're serving um is Mm. just super super inspiring um and just yeah always encourages me to 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 look out for those who um are that bit more disadvantaged than you 
um yeah so yeah totally. oh well we love having you as part of the family <laughs> <laughs> I know you kind of um started this project the sister table with your sister is that right yeah I'd love to hear a little bit about that and the kind of vision behind what brought that to life mm, so we yeah so I started with my actual sister my twin sister um Bonita oh my God, I didn't realize you were twins. yeah I know <laughs> we do not look alike at all <laughs> very unidentical <laughs> twins um and so we like we love having our friends around for dinner all the time so we always host these um <clears throat> really uh, big dinner parties and at our house and just would invite friends from different circles and eventually they kind of all became one friendship group and it was just really really fun times of just good food connecting like building relationship with one another um and they would just be really really fun evenings and we thought eventually it's just kind of started getting a bit too big for our dinner table because we wanted <laughs> to invite more people and this woman that we met here and this person we met here and so yeah. we thought this could this could be big like we could make this bigger like that would be cool if like anyone who wanted to come could just come along yeah get a ticket meet some new women and eat some great food and that's kind of how the sister table was born I guess and um, we mainly do brunch clubs so we do them every other month in um, different venues around London um, where we'd have about 30 women who come down and just have yeah really chilled brunch afternoon do like a three-course brunch there's loads of food and just an opportunity just to be in a place with just good vibes good food meet other women build relationships kind of have that community feel in a really yeah. just relaxed environment um, and it's been yeah it's been incredible just to watch it grow and just to see more and more women want to come down and see people who have just come down to like every single one it's yeah it's oh that's been, so nice so it's been really really fun really fun project to do oh that's great I love that especially because I know London for people can be quite a lonely city at points when mm, you first move in that's yes. a really great way of people finding a community to get involved with yeah yeah and that was another kind of like motivating factor like a lot of women especially I think we can have really good online connections I think we're really good at just connecting with people online um, and building friendships that way but I think there is still something quite unique about sitting down with people and eating with them and sharing food with them um, that way that's a really kind of unique connection that we wanted to to bring to our event yeah I love that I guess what would kind of your dream be for that project to kind of grow and be for people oh I think we love 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 to have our own like phys- physical space so we use different venues around London and that comes with its you know with its pros and cons you just kind of relying on other venues and costs of that is quite high um so to be able to have like our own space where we could do our own events where other women could use a space for their events, where we could showcase other um, like women makers and their kind of projects and support that in that way. Cafe style, coffee shop vibe, but also like event space, workshop (laughs) space, all of the things in one roof. That would be the ultimate goal for that. Oh, that sounds amazing. I was just thinking a, ca- a cafe would be beautiful for that. <laughs> yes, that, so that, that's a dream. That's a dream for that. That sounds incredible. And I know you've kind of work, been working on your, well, you've published your cookbook last year, The New Way to Cake, which must have felt amazing. How did you kind of find that process of writing, testing and curating your own book? That was, oh, that was a real challenge. Yeah. I, it's something that I'd always, always, always wanted to do. Um and then you get it, you get the offer and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm doing this now. And it is probably the hard, one of the hardest things that I think I've ever, ever done. And yeah. it was a real learning curve. Um, but 
such a labour of love and yeah. yeah to have it kind of finished in your hands is just such an incredible feeling um but yeah, yeah. it was a long long process of testing 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 writing some things worked some things just didn't want to work and some things had to just try a million times before it got there um so it was a it was a long long slog (laughs) but um (laughs) yeah yeah, for the most part it was it was enjoyable but um yeah quite a difficult one from kind of just okay getting the green light to go ahead it's probably about a year give or take till it was done out (laughs) so yeah it must be so bizarre to like finally have it in your hands <laughs> Very, yeah when we when I got set the first copy it was just like oh my god oh yeah I remember doing that oh yeah that's and just seeing it all come together with the photography yeah. and everything was just yeah it was really overwhelming it was incredible oh wow I absolutely love it that's amazing oh, thank <laughs> I absolutely you. love your book and I love actually following your Instagram recipes what you've got going at the moment I've made your peanut butter cookies about 15 times (laughs) (laughs) I have I always have like a batch of those in the freezer because they're just I love those ones so good (laughs) yeah super super good (laughs) but um but how are you kind of finding the change to your work since lockdown what are the things that are kind of getting you through Mm, I think well yeah baking has been a massive massive part of that and just one for just for personal it's just a really nice kind of therapeutic way just to relax and just to kind of not engage my brain too much and I've kind of started sourdough I jumped on the sourdough train um as with the rest of the population (laughs) it was something I always wanted to do and I thought you know what I've got the time now let's give this a go and it actually has been really enjoyable and just really um meditative in a way like just feeding your starter and you know looking after it and taking care of it so that's been that's been really calming and then also just kind of um yeah coming up with recipes to share on Instagram for others who are like looking for inspiration and people who some a lot of people who have just probably never baked before and are looking for kind of easy store cupboard recipes to to get into so that's been really fun putting some stuff together for that and trying to share share the inspo and share the knowledge with with people it's been really fun I think you've been doing it really well it's definitely (laughs) been inspiring me (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) yeah when this is kind of all over what are you most looking forward to and where are you most looking forward to eating oh the list is very long (laughs) such a long list but I think like first of all like all my local favorites like the places that I will just go to again and again there's got um we've got a really cool local like coffee shop kind of brunch spot called um milk tea, well used to be called milk tea it's now called Juliet's um oh. in Tooting and yeah one of my favorite favorite spots I'm always there for coffee or for brunch um and I've missed them I've missed the team so I'm looking forward to just supporting supporting my local um yeah that's definitely up there um yeah that sounds great and one of the last questions I wanted to ask was if you could kind of see one change in our industry over the next 10 years what would you want to see Mm, I think definitely more just equality and that is such a huge (laughs) umbrella term but I think just in many senses whether that's equality equality in pay and working conditions for for men and for women for people of all races for um, people of color and for people who are often at the bottom of the chain um, within the hospitality industry that um, are on um, sometimes on zero hour contracts, um, not much job security, um, just better conditions for them. And I hope that after this, especially after this kind of lockdown and pandemic situation, 
that that is something that is highlighting how much how much we do rely on them how much they do we do need them and their jobs are not less than um you know other roles within within the industry they're just as needed as important and so yeah hoping that they are they are compensated justly (laughs) after all this yeah Yeah, I totally agree and I think it's I do feel like our industry at some points has been a bit behind in terms of that kind of thing it's it's like mm, it's not been, been um, lagging yeah, definitely yeah definitely. lagging and I don't know there's not been so much of a push to change that for people but I hope that this will make people see that the, the workers in this industry are just as important for sure for sure yeah, yeah from right to the bottom all the way up there needs to be um a massive massive shift so hoping that that we start making yeah. movements towards that at least yeah totally oh well thank you so much for chatting to me today Benjamin it's an absolute joy to chat to you thank you this was so fun well thank you so much for listening to today's episode of your server today we're going to put a link to Benjamin's social media accounts in the description to the podcast as well as a link to her incredible cookbook we will be back in two weeks time with an interview with Ella from Heartbreak Hotel Coffee we got to chat all about starting a business staying out of debt upscaling your business building a brand and pivoting your business in the current crisis so don't forget to tune back into that in two weeks time do drop us a message to let us know what you thought of today's episode we can't wait to hear from you thank you so much see you soon bye